Section one of Mrs. Peter Rabbit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by C. L. W. Rollins. Mrs. Peter Rabbit by Thornton W. Burgess. Section one. Chapter one. Peter Rabbit loses his appetite. Good appetite you'll always find depends upon your state of mind. Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit had lost his appetite. Now when Peter Rabbit loses his appetite, something is very wrong indeed with him. Peter has boasted that he can eat any time and all the time. In fact, the two things that Peter thinks most about are his stomach and satisfying his curiosity, and nearly all of the scrapes that Peter has gotten into have been because of those two things. So when Peter loses his appetite or his curiosity, there is surely something the matter with him. Ever since Old Man Coyote had come to live on the Green Meadows, Peter had been afraid to go very far from the dear old briar-patch where he makes his home and where he always feels safe. Now there wasn't any reason why he should go far from the dear old briar-patch. There was plenty to eat in it and all around it, for sweet clover grew almost up to the very edge of it, and you know Peter is very fond of sweet clover. So there was plenty for Peter to eat without running any risk of danger. With nothing to do but eat and sleep, Peter should have grown fat and contented, but he didn't. Now that is just the way with a lot of people. The more they have and the less they have to worry about, the more discontented they become, and at last they are positively unhappy. There was little Danny Meadow Mouse living out on the Green Meadows. He was happy all the live-long day, and yet he had no safe castle like the dear old briar-patch where he could always be safe. Every minute of every day Danny had to keep his eyes wide open and his wits working their very quickest, for any minute he was likely to be in danger. Old Man Coyote, or Reddy Fox, or Granny Fox, or Digger the Badger, or Mr. Blacksnake was likely to come creeping through the grass at any time, and they are always hungry for a fat meadow mouse and if that weren't worry enough danny had to watch the sky too for old whitetail the marsh hawk or his cousin redtail or blacky the crow each of whom would be glad of a meadow mouse dinner yet in spite of all this danny was happy and never once lost his appetite but peter rabbit with nothing to worry him so long as he stayed in the old briar patch couldn't eat and grew more and more unhappy I don't know what's the matter with me. I really don't know what's the matter with me, said Peter, as he turned up his nose at a patch of sweet, tender young clover. I think I'll go and cut some new paths through the old briar patch. Now, though he didn't know it, that was the very best thing he could do. It gave him something to think about. For two or three days he was very busy cutting new paths, and his appetite came back. But when he had made all the paths he wanted, and there was nothing else to do, he lost his appetite again. He just sat still all day long, and moped, and thought, and thought, and thought. The trouble with Peter Rabbit's thinking was that it was all about himself and how unhappy he was. Of course, the more he thought about this, the more unhappy he grew. "'If only I had someone to talk to, I'd feel better,' he said to himself. That reminded him of Johnny Chuck and what good times they used to have together when Johnny lived on the Green Meadows. Then he thought of how happy Johnny seemed with his little family in his new home in the old orchard in spite of all the worries his family made him. And right then Peter found out what was the matter with him. "'I believe I'm just lonesome,' said Peter. "'Yes, sir, that's what's the matter with me.' 
it isn't good to be alone i've often heard my mother say it makes one selfish grouchy cross and quite unhappy all the day one needs to think of other folks and not of just oneself alone to find the truest happiness and joy and real content to own now that i've found out what is the trouble with me the question is what am i going to do about it chapter two peter rabbit plans a journey it's a long jump that makes no landing peter rabbit the trouble with me is that i'm lonesome repeated peter rabbit as he sat in the dear old briar patch yes sir that's the only thing that's wrong with me i'm just tired of myself and that's why i've lost my appetite and now i know what's the matter what am i going to do about it if i were sure absolutely sure that old man coyote meant what he said about our being friends i'd start out this very minute to call on all my old friends my 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 it seems an age since i visited the smiling pool and saw grandfather frog jerry muskrat and billy mink and little joe otter mr coyote sounded as if he really meant to leave me alone but but well perhaps he did mean it when he saw me sitting here safe among the brambles but if i should meet him out in the open he might change his mind and oh dear his teeth are terrible long and sharp peter sat a little longer thinking and thinking then a bright idea popped into his head he kicked up his heels i'll do it said he i'll make a journey that's what i'll do i'll make a journey and see the great world by staying here and sitting still i'm sure i'll simply grow quite ill a change of scene is what i need to be from all my trouble freed of course if peter had really stopped to think the matter over thoroughly he would have known that running away from one kind of trouble is almost sure to lead to other troubles but peter is one of those who does his thinking afterward peter is what is called impulsive that is he does things and then thinks about them later and often wishes he hadn't done them so now the minute the idea of making a journey popped into his head he made up his mind that he would do it and that was all there was to it you see peter never looks ahead if he could get rid of the trouble that bothered him now which you know was nothing but lonesomeness he wouldn't worry about the troubles he might get into later now the minute peter made up his mind to make a journey he began to feel better his lost appetite returned and the first thing he did was eat a good meal of sweet clover let me see said he as he filled his big stomach i believe i'll visit the old pasture it's a long way off and i've never been there but i've heard sammy jay say that it's a very wonderful place and i don't believe it is any more dangerous than the green meadows and the green forest now that old man coyote and reddy and granny fox are all living here i'll start to-night when i am sure that old man coyote is nowhere around and i won't tell a soul where i'm going so peter settled himself and tried to sleep the long day away but his mind was so full of the long journey he was going to make that he couldn't sleep much and when he did have a nap he dreamed of wonderful sights and adventures out in the great world at last he saw jolly round red mr sun drop down to his bed behind the purple hills old mother west wind came hurrying back from her day's work and gathered her children the merry little breezes into her big bag and then she too started for her home behind the purple hills a little star came out and winked at peter and then way over on the edge of the green forest he heard old man coyote laugh peter grinned that was what he had been waiting for since it meant that old man coyote was so far away that there was nothing to fear from him peter hopped out from the dear safe old briar patch 
looked this way and that way, and then, with his heart in his mouth, started towards the old pasture as fast as he could go, lipperty-lipperty-limp. Chapter 3. Hooty the Owl Changes His Hunting Grounds A full stomach makes a pleasant day, an empty stomach turns the whole world gray. Peter Rabbit Hooty the Owl sat on the tip-top of a tall dead tree in the green forest while the black shadows crept swiftly among the trees. He was talking to himself. It wouldn't have done for him to have spoken aloud what he was saying to himself, for then the little people in feathers and fur on whom he likes to make his dinner would have heard him and known just where he was. So he said it to himself, and sat so still that he looked for all the world like a part of the tree on which he was sitting. What he was saying was this, to wit to woo to wit to woo will some one tell me what to do my children have an appetite that keeps me hunting all the night and though their stomachs i may stuff they never seem to have enough to wit to woo to wit to woo will some one tell me what to do when it was dark enough he gave his fierce hunting call now that is a terrible sound in the dark woods very terrible indeed to the little forest people because it sounds so fierce and hungry it makes them jump and shiver and that is just what hooty wants them to do for in doing it one of them is likely to make just the least scratching with his claws or to rustle a leaf if he does hooty whose ears are very very wonderful is almost sure to hear and with his great yellow eyes see him and then hooty has his dinner the very night when Peter Rabbit started on his journey to the old pasture, Hooty the Owl had made up his mind that something had got to be done to get more food for those hungry babies of his up in the big hemlock tree in the darkest corner of the green forest. Hunting was very poor, very poor indeed, and Hooty was at his wit's end to know what he should do. He had hooted and hooted in vain in the green forest, and he had sailed back and forth over the green meadows like a great black shadow without seeing so much as a single mouse. "'It's all because of Old Man Coyote and Granny and Reddy Fox,' said Hooty angrily. "'They've spoiled the hunting.' "'Yes, sir, that's just what they have done. If I expect to feed those hungry babies of mine, I must find new hunting grounds. I believe I'll go up to the old pasture. Perhaps I'll have better luck there.' So Hooty the Owl spread his broad wings and started for the old pasture just a little while after Peter Rabbit had started for the same place. Of course, he didn't know that Peter was on his way there, and of course Peter didn't know that Hooty even thought of the old pasture. If he had, perhaps he would have thought twice before starting. Anyway, he would have kept a sharper watch on the sky. But as it was, his thoughts were all of Old Man Coyote and Granny Fox, and that is where Peter made a very grave mistake very grave mistake indeed, as he was soon to find out. Chapter 4. The Shadow with Sharp Claws Now what's the use, pray tell me this, when all is said and done? A thousand things and one to learn, and then forget the one? For when that one alone you need, and nothing else will do, what good are all the thousand then? I do not see. Do you? Peter Rabbit Forgetting leads to more trouble than almost anything under the sun. Peter Rabbit knew this. Of course he knew it. Peter had had many a narrow escape just from forgetting something. 
he knew just as well as you know that he might just as well not learn a thing as to learn it and then forget it but peter is such a happy-go-lucky little fellow that he is very apt to forget and forgetting leads him into all kinds of difficulties just as it does most folks now peter had learned when he was a very little fellow that when he went out at night he must watch out quite as sharply for hooty the owl as for either granny or reddy fox and usually he did but the night he started to make a journey to the old pasture his mind was so full of old man coyote and granny and reddy fox that he wholly forgot hooty the owl so as he scampered across the green meadows lipperty-lipperty-lip as fast as he could go with his long ears and his big eyes and his wobbly nose all watching out for danger on the ground not once did he think that there might be danger from the sky above him it was a moonlight night and peter was sharp enough to keep in the shadows whenever he could he would scamper as fast as he knew how from one shadow to the other and then sit down in the blackest part of each shadow to get his breath and to look and listen and so make sure that no one was following him the nearer he got to the old pasture the safer he felt from old man coyote and granny and reddy fox when he scampered across the patches of moonshine his heart didn't come up in his mouth the way it had at first he grew bolder and bolder once or twice he stopped for a mouthful of sweet clover he was tired for he had come a long way but he was almost to the old pasture now and it looked very dark and safe for it was covered with bushes and brambles plenty of hiding places there thought peter it really looks as safe as the dear old briar patch no one will ever think to look for me way off here just then he spied a patch of clover out in the moonlight his mouth began to water i'll just fill my stomach before i go into the old pasture for there may not be any clover there said peter you'd better be careful peter rabbit said a wee warning voice inside him pooh said peter there's nothing to be afraid of way up here a shadow drifted across the sweet clover patch peter saw it that must be made by a cloud crossing the moon said peter and he was so sure of it that he didn't even look up to see but boldly hopped out to fill his stomach just as he reached the patch of clover the shadow drifted over it again then all in a flash a terrible thought entered peter's head he didn't stop to look up he suddenly sprang sideways and even as he did so sharp claws tore his coat and hurt him dreadfully he twisted and dodged and jumped and turned this way and that way, and all the time the shadow followed him. Once again the sharp claws tore his coat and made him squeal with pain. At last, when his breath was almost gone, he reached the edge of the old pasture and dived under a friendly old bramble bush. Oh, sobbed Peter, I forgot all about Hooty the Owl. Besides, I didn't suppose he ever came way up here. Chapter 5 In the Old Pasture Brambles never scratch those who understand and are considerate of them. Peter Rabbit Peter Rabbit sat under a friendly bramble bush on the edge of the old pasture and panted for breath, while his heart went pit-a-pat, pit-a-pat, as if it would thump its way right through his sides. Peter had had a terrible fright. There were long tears in his coat, and he smarted and ached dreadfully where the cruel claws of Hooty the Owl had torn him and there he was in a strange place not knowing which way to turn for you know he had never visited the old pasture before but peter had had so many narrow escapes in his life that he had learned not to worry over dangers that are past peter is what wise men call a philosopher 
that is a big word but its meaning is very simple a philosopher is one who believes that it is foolish to think about things that have happened except to learn some lesson from them and that the best thing to do is make the most out of the present peter had learned his lesson he was sure of that i never never will forget again to watch out for hooty the owl said he to himself as he nursed his wounds and so perhaps it is a good thing that he so nearly caught me this time if he hadn't i might have forgotten all about him some time when he could catch me i certainly wouldn't have watched out for him way up here for i didn't think he ever came up to the old pasture but now i know he does mr hooty'll have to be smarter than he's ever been before to catch me napping again my how i do smart and ache i know now just how danny meadow mouse felt that time hooty caught him and dropped him into the old briar patch ouch well as my mother used to say yesterday has gone away make the most of just to-day here i am up in the old pasture and the question is what shall i do next peter felt a queer little thrill as he peeped out from under the friendly bramble bush very strange and wonderful it seemed of course he couldn't see very far because the old pasture was all overgrown with bushes and briars and they made the very blackest of black shadows in the moonlight peter wondered what the dangers might be awaiting him there but somehow he didn't feel much afraid no sir he didn't feel much afraid you see those briars looked good to him for briars are always friendly to peter and unfriendly to those who would do harm to peter peter drew a long breath then he cried ouch you see he had forgotten for a minute how sore he was he was eager to explore this new wonderland for sammy jay had told him wonderful tales about it and he knew that here old granny fox and reddy fox had found safety when farmer brown's boy had hunted for them so hard on the green meadows and in the green forest he felt sure that there must be the most splendid hiding places and it seemed as if he certainly must start right out to see them for you know peter is very very curious but the first move he made brought another ouch from him and he made up a wry face i guess the best thing for me to do is to stay right where i am said he for here i am safe under this friendly old bramble so with a sigh peter settled down to make himself as comfortable as he could and once as far far away on the green meadows he heard the voice of old man coyote peter even smiled i haven't anything to fear from him anyway for he'll never think of coming way up here said he chapter six peter rabbit is still lonesome a sympathetic word or two a wondrous help is when you're blue so pity him who sits alone his aches and troubles to bemoan peter rabbit all the rest of that night peter sat under a friendly old bramble bush on the edge of the old pasture and nursed the sore places made by the claws of hooty the owl at last jolly round red mr sun began to climb up in the blue blue sky just as he does every day peter looked up at him and he felt sure that mr sun winked at him somehow it made him feel better the fact is peter was beginning to feel just a wee wee bit homesick it is bad enough to be in a strange place alone but to be sore and to smart and ache as peter did makes that lonesome feeling a whole lot harder to bear it is dreadful not to have any one to speak to but to look around and not see a single thing you have ever seen before my 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 it certainly does give you a strange sinking feeling way down inside before that long night was over peter felt as if his heart had gone way down to his very toes yes sir that's the way he felt 
every time he moved at all he cried ouch he just knew that he was growing more stiff and sore every minute then he began to wonder what he should do for something to eat for he was in a strange place you remember and that made him think of all his private little paths through the dear old briar-patch the little paths he had made all himself and which no one used but himself excepting danny meadow mouse when he came for a visit perhaps i shall never never see them again moaned peter and two big tears filled his eyes and were just ready to drop at that moment he looked up and saw jolly round red mr sun wink peter tried to wink back and that made the two tears fall but there were no more tears to follow you see that wink had made all the difference in the world peter's heart had jumped right back to where it belonged mr sun was one of his oldest friends and you know when trouble comes a friendly face makes bright the very darkest place and so just as he made bright all the old pasture mr sun also made bright the dark little corners in peter's heart just because he was an old friend to be sure peter was still lonesome but it was a different kind of lonesomeness he hadn't anybody to talk to which is always a dreadful thing to peter but he had only to look up to catch a friendly wink and somehow that not only made him feel better inside but it seemed to make his aches and smarts better too end of section one recording by c l w rollins longview texas may two thousand eleven